The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Welcome to the star-studded 100th episode of Rick and Dave's Minutia Men. Tonight, the boys welcome movie star and all-around nice guy, Tom Hanks. First grade teacher, Mrs. Nosefunk. Former president of the United States, Barack Obama's pet dog, Bo. The head of the Roman Catholic Church worldwide. Pope Francis's favorite pair of red shoes. And the disco dancing gold jumpsuit magic of the Rick and Dave dancers. And now, live from the glittering ballroom, uh, that is, dining room of Rick's house in Mount Prospect. Let's hear it for the funniest two guys in that room. Unless Rick's dog Ivy stops by, Minutia Men, Rick and Dave. Hey, hey. And thank you very much to Vince Argento for producing a uh, audio clip that we're going to use exactly once. <laughs> and he probably had to spend quite some time on that. So thank you very much, Vinny, for doing that. You look great, Rick. Oh. I haven't seen you, what, in three weeks, four <laughs> weeks? You Dave look, and I are in fantastic. the same room right now, which is something that we've never done. This is our first Minutia Men in the same room. And I love the studio. I love the brunch that you made it for us. <laughs> you got locks you got bavarian capers here it's thank you for going the extra mile my friend yeah bavarian capers those are those are extra expensive uh the dog ivy is in the room so so. we're we've been bumped on the death chart pretty significant uh and and dave's a little scared of her too i mean she's she's a little growly when you walk in the house right Right. yeah she's actually just right behind me looking at me right now (laughs) she's just she she, she, she's just staring at me right now so i I told her if he's not funny (laughs) you know do what Uh, you need to do well you do look great have you you lost weight i have not no uh you uh have been busy for these last two weeks we haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks uh well we were waiting on Vinny to do the jingle (laughs) that's true so you know we can't do we couldn't do the show without the new jingle yeah i've been busy we've uh um you know the end of the school year and then we've done a couple of things you know with the kids uh i think i needed a break from you to be honest with you we needed a little break and actually kind of had a lousy thing happen to me over the last three weeks and I chalked this into chalked this up to the karma train coming yeah. back to port. Uh, you know, I'm a civic treasure, right, Rick? <laughs> yeah, that's what people say, right? Uh, and uh, you know, this whole pothole store thing that we do, yes. and it's part of you know, it's you too. It's part of your umbra- the umbrella of our uh, company. I mean, believe the pothole store has been featured in news reports throughout the country and internationally, if I'm it, not mistaken. Yep. We're huge in Canada, and the face of the pothole store is none other than Mr. David Stern. Well, now, and for people that don't know, which I can't believe anybody would be that don't know who the Pothole Store, what the Pothole Store is, it's a website that we did about four years ago when the potholes were getting really bad in Chicago. And we thought it was funny that you would be able to or make a website that you could... Um, Hold on, I'm putting my little screen. I asked Dave to put a screen. He's popping his peas. So, you know, Um, it's a little professional thing there. So anyways, the pothole store is a place where you can go and you can, um, 
you can reserve a pothole for somebody and you get a very fancy certificate, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're aware of this. Um, and we, we've stood hundreds of these, if not thousands of these, and it's always somebody giving the potholes to somebody else, you right. know, to bust wise. To, yeah. uh, and, I th- you know, and I had no problem and no qualms making any money on this, sure. right? You know what? It's not that funny because uh, we hit a pothole, I don't know, about a week ago. And caused about nine hundred dollars worth of damage. Did, first of all, did you, you your tires go out? No, the tires didn't go out, but it started like an hour later. Started to and uh, it was like a strut, or I don't know what the hell they yeah. are. But it was nine hundred bucks. Yeah, you know, we, my sister and I, hit a pothole uh, a, a month or two ago, and uh, and our blew out blew out two tires. Yeah, right. I mean, that, it, right. That the potholes this year in the Chicagoland area are just god awful. Yeah. So I publicly am apologizing to absolutely everybody that I did a certificate for, but now I need now I need about three thousand people to do it to pay for my. Story. Well, I was going to say you're probably now at a net negative. No, without in terms, because I, I don't. Need to tell people that the pothole store has not been a huge money maker for us. <laughs> it really hasn't. We had a good year in fourteen, but it, uh, yeah, the life cycle of this product, I, I, we're struggling to find an audience. We right have now. we we go with the idea of volume of ideas. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. you just throw enough crap against the wall, and uh, you're eventually going to make some money. Right now, we haven't yet found that last part yet. Right, but, it, it, you know, it'll show up mm. at one day. It'll show up. Right. I, I guarantee it. Rome was not built in a day, my friend. Well. Yeah. What have you anything you've done over the line? I know the World Cup has been because this podcast that you're doing. Uh, well, yes, uh, I have been spending quite a lot of time watching yeah. soccer, and it's been like the greatest World Cup ever, yeah. uh, I think, other than Germany losing and America not being in there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, I've been hanging out with my sons. Uh, and uh, two of which are sleeping in this house right now. I don't know if you know that. How can they be sleeping through the 100th episode? Well, yeah, they, I know. They, they've it's been... hard to believe. We should do some minutia, though. You want to do some minutia? Sure. I, haven't you missed it? Uh, yeah, well, I've been doing it. I've got three other podcasts I've been doing, but yeah. Oh, really? We'll talk about that later. Wow. That's not cool. All right here. I've got some audio. This week's minutia with Rick and Dave. All I right. I don't know if you're aware of this, Rick, but um, you can view pornography on the minute. web. Are you serious? Yeah. You can go. Well, must cost a fortune. <laughs> You're just getting your pen and paper ready right now, <laughs> figuring out what what. It, um, no, it's free, Rick. What? Yeah. I have not heard about <laughs> I know. this. You there's and there's like lots of websites that does this. No, I, are you serious? Yeah, yeah I, okay. I do. All right. Um, and there's this one website. Let me see if I'm getting the name right. Uh, Porn Hub. Okay. Have you ever heard of Porn Hub no, by any doesn't chance? Ring a bell? No. Well, evidently the people at Porn Hub. Yeah, they're very inclusive. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, they're they're good people. It's a they're, rainbow coalition. <laughs> exactly. They're they're good porn people. Yeah. Um, so they are concerned about the people that may be watching pornography that are either hard of hearing or visually impaired. Okay. That's what cool. happens to those people, right, with the pornography? Sure. Exactly. So a couple of years ago, or a year and a half ago, they did something called the described video. Okay. Oh boy. So what they do is they have a voiceover yeah. that actually describes what's going on with the porn. Oh, okay. Not much is happening. The pizza man has arrived. Uh, yeah, yeah. The pizza man has knocked on the door. Think the pizza man because I've got something coming up in okay. a second for you. Right. And then they'll eventually go. The hot nurse gives a mischievous <laughs> grin. Uh, so they, they that's what they did for the visually impaired. Now they're doing something for 
people that are hard of hearing. Okay. And Should what do you like you and me? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think that would be? It'd be subtitles. subtitles. Exactly. So Pornhub is now offering subtitles for the deaf and the hard of hearing viewers. Um, now I think this is going to be a fun. Activity. Well, all right. So um, I haven't seen any of this pornography you discussed, mm-hmm. but I've heard, you mm-hmm. know, like I was talking on the street with somebody yeah. and somebody told right. me that they had seen some right. pornography and, and, friend of a friend. Yeah. And what they told me was that there's often not a lot of talking. Um, well, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if you know this, but there are some there. I mean, there are porn screenplays out there. Oh, yes, that's true. Actually. Right. Because yes. there's porn movies and they yeah. have screenplays. I took the liberty of actually <laughs> downloading a scene. And this is from a movie called Thick and Cheesy, 1989, <laughs> from Sham Bang Bang Product Productions. All right. Now, you've had some experience. That you've, had, you've had some experience, do, experience doing this. Didn't you act out a scene with the actress? From, I, I did. From Sound of Music? Yes, that you, was not porn. No, I know, was, but it's the same kind of concept. You, know, okay. you were Rolf, you were Rolf to, to Liesl. To, to Liesl. Okay, yes. I've got two parts here. I've, like I said, I downloaded a scene from um, from Thick and Cheesy, and I think we should do it. And this is exactly what... Do you have two scripts? I do have two scripts. Oh my and, God. I, and I did it in big type, so you can read it, too. Okay. Do you want to be Frank, the befuddled teenage delivery boy, or do you want to be... Mercury Spank, the broke hot college girl. I'll be the I'll be the I'll be the delivery boy. All right, here you go. All right, so you're Frank. Um, I took the liberty to put some stage directions on there as well. Oh All right. Okay. And again, uh, this is from Thick and Cheesy, 1989, Sham right. Bang Bang yeah. Productions. All right, so get into character. Uh, uh, first of all, kids. <laughs> Uh, listening, I know we've got a huge kid mm-hmm. listener audience. Um, this may not be appropriate for all ages. Well, um, I picked a scene that isn't too spicy. All right, okay. but this is, and again, with this Pornhub doing subtitles, this is if this is exactly what they would be doing, right? They okay. would be putting the script. All right, so you are, I'm Mercury. Yes, and you're Frank. Okay, right. get into character. Hold on. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, I'm good. Let's go. Doorbell rings. Well, you got to go ding dong. Ding dong. Who is it? Uh, it's piece pizza delivery <laughs> from uh, Mr. Thick and Cheesy. Oh, by the way, yeah. I'm seeing the teenage, the befuddled <laughs> teenager there. That's great. Stay in that character. Thank you. Uh, Mercury walks to the door, muttering to herself, "How am I gonna? How am I going to pay for this pizza? I have no money." Ding dong. Hello. <laughs> Mr. Thick and Cheesy, I have a delivery for you. Hold on, I'm coming. She starts muttering again to herself. Oh, I have an idea. Mercury opens a couple of her shirt buttons and quickly fixes her hair. Mercury (laughs) opens the door to find Frank, a befuddled skinny teenage boy holding a pizza. I have a a pizza for Mrs. Spank. It's a double thick and cheesy special (laughs) with Italian sausage. Yes, I am Mercury Spank and I ordered the pizza. Are you Italian? Um, yes. My name is Frank Gisoli, <laughs> and I am Italian. My mother's from Kamoa, and my father was born in Pisa. I think that's Kamoa. I, I didn't want to. Okay. Uh, all right. Here, say that last line again. <clears throat> um, yes. My name is Frank Gisoli, and I am Italian. My mother's from Kamoa, <laughs> and my father was born in Pisa. Penis? <laughs> no, I said pizza, not penis. 
oh, sorry, I like to visit penis, or I mean, Pisa someday. <laughs> <laughs> Please come in and I'll pay you. Mercury gets her purse, comes back to the door, and rummages through her purse. Oh, no, I don't have any money. Well, Mrs. Spank, I don't... I don't think I can leave the pizza. Oh, I'm not sure what the store's policy is since this is my first day. <laughs> There's a lot of levels to your character right here. Um, I bet we can fi- I bet we can figure something out. Pauses and approaches Frank and takes the pizza out of his hands, puts it on the table. She returns to Frank and unzips his pants. Frank Gizzoli, can I visit pizza? Um, well, I, I guess it's okay. I hope you got my order right. I ordered the 12-inch. And scene. <laughs> How is that? Huh? So that's kind of what Pornhub is doing. They're going to have the subtitles. And, and what is great, because if you were hard of hearing and you saw this, you wouldn't know what's going on. Right. You wouldn't know the well, character development, the arc of the character. You would have no idea. Yeah. I didn't even know that there was such thing as pornography. Now I know. Yeah, yeah, there All you right. go. Uh, I have a story <laughs> that is actually uh, um from Newsweek magazine. So this is like a fake news, legitimate story from a legitimate news source. A woman who had been declared dead at the scene of a car crash was later found alive in a mortuary fridge. Now, I don't know about you, Mm -hmm. but this to me scares the crap out of you forever. It is like my worst fear. That is my worst fear. I mean, I have, I, I can enumerate my fears. I probably have, Six million uh, right, sure. fears. Mm-hmm. But this one, being buried alive, mm-hmm. A, or um, being put into a, a, a incinerator, incinerator, like a furnace for uh, cremation, yeah. and before not, I'm dead, yeah, that's, those are the two things that scare me the most. <clears throat> and it's actually happened in, in South Africa. Paramedics in Gauteng Province, South Africa, recorded the victim had died in a road accident that also killed two others on June 24th. And the equipment on the scene showed no form of life. Later, after she was in the morgue, when a morgue worker checked on the body in the fridge, they found that the unnamed woman was still breathing. Mm. And she's now alive. She's recovering in the hospital. Anyway, um, he arrived there at the scene. The paramedics from the ambulance uh, arrived at the accident and found the bodies outside the vehicle. They were ejected when the vehicle first rolled it. Paramedics did primary checks to see who was injured, who was not. They had already covered the bodies. My team did the paperwork of the two bodies, the man said, and the lady had severe and multiple injuries. Equipment was used to determine that there was no sign of life. Um, we are, did not, this is not a, uh, I think he was basically saying that we were not negligent in any way. You know, it was like 448, they were off at 5 o'clock. It was a Friday, and they're like, yeah, they're dead. Let's just let's move this along. Yeah, but this is not the first time this has happened there. It happened uh, a few months before that. And in January, a jail inmate was certified dead in Spain before regaining consciousness hours before an autopsy was due to be performed. Um, so this is the sort of thing that is happening uh, more around than the world. Right. So now I can't sleep. Right, you can't stop. Well, you know I used to work for a funeral home. Right? Yeah, that's right. You in the parking lot. I right? was the parking lot guy. And then after we closed up the parking lot, I would have to go and bring the keys to the parking lot or to the office. And I had to go out the back door. And the back door was the embalming room, like right there. Oh, so yeah. I've seen, I have seen countless dead bodies. Wow. You know? And some of them, you know, I was only like 13 or 14 years old. 
and it was night and it was like 10 30 or whatever and i swear some of them were moving so maybe they were that was just not my active <laughs> imagination it could have been maybe that the bar like funeral that. home in chicago were screwing up and there were live people there all right is that place still around mm-hmm. okay yeah there you go um you know who's not dead rick who thomas Filippi. Uh, who's that? Thomas Filippi won our retweet and follow contest. Oh, fantastic. I forgot about that. And all you got to do, Rick, is you need to retweet or you need to follow us on Twitter. Well, actually, you need to retweet and follow us on Twitter. And you will be entered into a random drawing. And you will win a prize pack worth up to $25. Uh, and what Thomas won is he won a copy of Back in the Game by Rich King. Okay. Uh, Chugga Chug, Scott Redman. That kid's classic. Yes. Cry- and the last crying cub hat that we have. We're all out of cub hats? We are all out of crying cub hats. So, okay. Tom, so Tomas Filippi, you should be receiving your uh, gift in about a month because I always forget to send them. <laughs> and again, all you got to do is retweet and follow us. All right. Well, congratulations to Thomas. Yeah. Uh, uh, and don't forget to subscribe, uh, to, us, to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play. Stitcher. Stitcher. Uh, and, and give us a rating. Uh, feel free to let people know what you think of the show. We have over 180 five-star mm-hmm. reviews mm-hmm. On, mm-hmm. on iTunes. So, you know, be, be, be number 187 or whatever. Hey, Rick, what is the... Uh, Excuse me. You want to fire up Jenkins? Jenkins. Where are you? Right here. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be... Jenkins! Jenkins. With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! What is the Nigerian equivalent of Jenkins? <laughs> um, Jenkinawi, maybe? Or? Prince Jenkins? Okay, Prince Jenkins. Well, uh, here's the headline. Healer dies after offering customer to test bulletproof charm necklace. <laughs> Nigerian healer died after attempting to demonstrate the efficacy of his bulletproof charms to a client. Chinaka Johnson, Chinaka Johnson, uh, 26, died when he told one of his clients to shoot him in an attempt to test his charms. Wait a minute. Did you say it was a necklace? Yeah. You mean like around his neck? Yeah. Okay. But it was a... But it was a charmed necklace that would. Well, I, yeah, I know, uh, but couldn't you test it on his foot or something? <laughs> well, evidently not. A young man had gone to the healer, okay, yeah. to prepare bulletproof charms for him, which is, I guess, is pretty typical in this town in Nigeria. Okay. Like, this guy actually was, up to this point, the most well-known healer <laughs> of charmed, or maker of charmed necklaces. Well, so he takes, he tells his client, he goes, here you go, 15 whatever no, they use. No, namagas or whatever <laughs> and he goes okay you want i'll prove it to you it's gonna work fine the guy shot him and killed him okay huh. and then guess what happened to that guy he was sentenced to prison <laughs> yeah is that not the, that, the most bogus thing it doesn't seem fair no he told me to do it your yeah. honor so uh if you for our nigerian listeners um well you can't go to chinaka yeah, are you Johnson sure he's dead? Are you 100% <laughs> well, sure? I, I don't, actually. Okay, then. Now that you think about yeah. it. So, uh, there you go. There's a there's a dead healer <laughs> in Nigeria right now. Yeah. All right. Who had a I'm, bad day at work. Another feature time. <laughs> time now for a collection of Cub Geekness. This is Just One Bad Century. With Rick and Dave. All right, so Dave, as as we celebrate our 100th episode, and by the way, you can tell that 
this show is so much different. Oh, than all oh my God. Shows. Right. Exactly. We, it was worth the month wait, wasn't it? <laughs> we have that. We have the intro at the beginning. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, we'll have we'll have a new feature coming up yeah. here in just a second. But essentially, yeah, it's, it's the same right, damn right, show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I'm here. I took the trip here. That's true. 40 that's minutes uh, rush hour trailer. Well, wham. Um, so for our 100th episode, I thought I'd go into our Every Cup Ever feature and they're all listed alphabetically and figure out who's the 100th cub mm-hmm. and tell you the story of that cub. And, you know, I felt like this is kind of kismet mm-hmm. because the 100th cub is someone that you know quite well. Hmm. His name is Michael Barrett. Oh, t- testy. Michael Barrett is a starting catcher for the Cubs for several seasons. Hit the ball well. Hit 16 homers one year. Knocked in uh, 60 runs or so every year. But he also had his difficulties <laughs> defensively. Uh, he's remembered most for three events. He suffered a gruesome twisted testicles oh. injury. That's uh, still- <laughs> I don't want to stop you, but did you? Did, I don't know if you remember this, and I wish I had the picture. Yeah. There was a band that played at the Cubby Bear while this was happening called Twisted Testicles. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sorry, go on. Uh, it's, it's, you know, that's a, that's the kind of injury that just yeah. makes you grim. Every guy is. Uh, he also uh, got into a fist fight in the dugout clubhouse with Carlos Zambrano. Right, right, right. And Le- Carlos Zambrano was such a mild-mannered guy, too. <laughs> Carlos Zambrano was a huge guy <laughs> and gave Barrett a black eye. But most importantly, oh, Dave... Yeah. He earned the applause and respect of everyone in baseball when he punched a taunting White Sox catcher named A.J. Brzezinski right in the face after he scored a run in a Cubs-Sox game. And we will always appreciate the contributions of Michael Barrett. Well, up until 2014, when did you win the World Series? 16. All right, up until 2016, that was your... That was the Cub franchise that moment. It. That was, <laughs> that was the best series. moment. Yeah. yeah, right. So, all right. Well, congratulations, Michael Barrett. Uh, uh, congratulations for being part of our 100th yeah, episode. Time honor. for our celebrity feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Uh, this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar, which he has brought with him today, and uh, picks out the name of a celebrity, and I have to uh, tell the story of having met that celebrity. Let the record show, I did not have to bring the entire jar. I could have well, just taken a piece of paper out. I think and it, it makes it more authentic yeah. that you've done this. Right. Who Ivy is now about an inch and a half away from me looking at me right now. <laughs> and she's not laughing. So... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So this is. Let me unfold this. Mayam. Oh, the blossom lady. Right? Isn't that her um, name? Is, yeah. Mayam uh, Bialik. Bialik. Yeah. I think that's how yeah. you pronounce yeah. her name. Uh, yes, yeah, she was the star of Blossom. I. I didn't really watch that show when it was on TV. In fact, I don't think I've seen a single no. episode. But no. I know who she was, mm-hmm. and she. She, because she were, looks very much like my, or at that time looked very much like my cousin Martina. So mm-hmm. I would always call her Blossom, and she would tell me to shut up. Yeah. And you know, um, but anyway, um, I heard she was coming into town, and so I booked her on the show. And is this Landecker? Steven this was Landecker uh, show. And I did not uh, realize 
why she was coming to town. She was coming to town to star in the vagina monologues. <laughs> and so she came into the studio and the entire conversation with Blossom, yeah. who was like this child right. star, sure. former yeah. child star, was about Vaginas. Vaginas. Yeah. Right. yeah. Which is kind of a memorable thing. She later went on to star in uh, The Big Bang Theory. She is uh, Sheldon's girlfriend right. on that show. Isn't she the, also like a neurophysicist or something? She's, she's got super like, smart. Like a doctorate yeah. in some. Yeah. And, and she was, you know, she was kind of a uh, granola. Uh, uh, chick, like a know. hippie, hippie yeah. chick. Yeah, yeah. Like she wore one of those dresses that like, uh-huh. like goes all the way down to the ground. I don't, I don't even know what those. Like she, called, you'd man. see her at a Grateful Dead show. Exactly. Right. She could have fit in there, no problem. But she was very nice, and that is, <laughs> that's the, uh, that's the whole story. You know, like sometimes <laughs> some the of them are good, sometimes they're bad. Right. <laughs> I got to say vagina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> and let the record show you said vagina, and I downloaded. Porn scene did not say vagina. Yeah. Oh, so, that's a good point. So, yeah. So, well, I, so thanks I, for putting I, us into I, the depth of uh, the, the bad. The, so here's the here's the uh, here's the addition to the show that uh, y'all been waiting for. Yes. All right. We uh, we are going to introduce a new feature called the Celebrity Minutia Minute. And this is instead of me telling a story about meeting a celebrity, we're we're gonna get celebrities on, um, you know, Chicago celebrities. Well, are, I, d- I don't want to blow my wad here, but we're talking with Tony DeFranco's pizza people. Okay, right okay. Now. all um, right. You never know who they yeah. could be. I'm uh, gonna go through. The, I'm gonna definitely put forth an effort to find some. The idea of the minutia, celebrity minutia minute, is to find out things that you don't know about these celebrities because you can know, talk about their. You know the greatest accomplishments or what have you. That's interesting. Yeah. I guess. Blah blah blah. But wouldn't you rather find out minutia about them? And so here is our intro, and we'll meet our very first guest. You ready, Dave? Mm-hmm. Here it goes. Excited. Time now for the celebrity minutia minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity minutia minute with Rick and Dave. All right, we have with us now our first guest on this new feature. Your name, sir? Uh, my name is uh, Mitch Michaels. Your day job. My day job is uh, entertaining people between 3 and 7, Monday through Friday at 95.9 The River. Doing the cruise, baby, on the radio. And people know me because? Well, I guess probably, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, heritage and or longevity. I mean, I've been, this is my 50th year in radio, my 47th year in Chicago. So, you know. I guess I've touched one or three years over that period of time. So I, you know, I remember you uh, from the days of the Loop back in the uh, late seventies, uh, early eighties, but also the heyday, the heyday, the the black T-shirt Loop days, the 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 days where Chicago Fest was sold out and people were burning disco records and. And you were there in the front line for all of that, weren't you? you were Absolutely. The, you were the goods, and, baby. And how unique is it that today is the 39th anniversary of Disco Demolition? Oh, I didn't even know that. Perfect. I was working at the book bindery, Mitch, on uh, <laughs> on uh, Grand Avenue. I was working of at course, Brown's Chicken. Of course you were. <laughs> 
Uh, Mitch, Dave Stern here. How you doing? Uh, David, David what, good, to, good to hear from you. What is your best physical feature? And Mitch, this is a family show, so let's keep it going. I would say uh, probably uh, my hair. You're a bastard. You know, I can't, I can't believe you just flopped that out. Uh, what's your worst physical feature? My lack of hair. Okay. I, okay. Now you're back on it. You're on a desert island, Mitch. You got uh, three records you can take. What are they going to be? Well, I'm, I'm actually in the midst of that 10-album challenge mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So it would probably be the first three albums I put up, which would be uh, the first Traveling Wilburys album, Rubber Soul by the Beatles, and the first Led Zeppelin album. I think I think those are three. Wow, the Traveling Wilburys. What a good choice that is. I wouldn't have oh, thought of that one. That's a spectacular record. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah, I love that Roy Orbison one in there. And, you know, it, I mean... Let's let's face it. George Harrison, yeah. Tom Petty, Bob Dylan. I mean, you, you want to talk supergroup? Supergroup with no ego. Yeah. It's like, man, I would have probably gone the double album route on all of them. Considering you're on a desert island, <laughs> you, you can make that six, you know, six albums actually. But whatever. I, I, I think you'd get charged extra for carrying a <laughs> yeah, double thought, album. Okay, okay, first celebrity woman that stirred you. Yeah, baby. Definitely Diana Ross. Oh wow, I was not expecting that one. I was I was a Supremes fan from the beginning, and uh, I've had a crush on her for. God, 50 years, I guess. Well, she's actually going to be on next, and we'll talk to her about it. Well, that's good. Please give her my number. I'm sure that she also feels the same way towards you. Um, (laughs) Beer or wine, Mitch? Um, I've graduated to wine. So you're a red wine drinker, if, I, if I'm I am a red wine yeah. drinker. Yes, I am. And by your Facebook, you do. By your Facebook, uh, you drink lots of it, from what I've seen. Uh, I, I, you know, I, those antioxidants. You can't get enough of those. <laughs> it's a health thing. I'm really. concerned. Yeah. <laughs> blondes or brunettes? Dirty blondes. Okay, okay. that's very specific. Uh, I've seen your Facebook feed as well. Uh, worst haircut, and when did you have it? Well. I would say yesterday because I went to get a haircut and I told her I wanted it a little shorter and she took the clippers out and was like, well, I guess I wanted it a lot shorter. But probably. So this was yesterday? My first haircut at Culver Military Academy oh. it was uh, your basic buzz cut. So, you know. Yeah, that'll do it, especially yeah. in the 60s when that happened, right? Right. Yeah. Literary reference that you can casually insert into a conversation with. Oh, there's you. there's so many of those, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, how about uh, you know, women can't live with them, can't live without them. Good. That, See, I just lost money because I bet Dave that you were going to uh, give us a, a Charles Dickens right. classic. At that well, point. I, I this this is. I mean, come on. I use that line on the on the air all the time, as far as that goes, and and that's from. Uh, Lysistrata that was written by uh, Aristophiles. So, oh. you know. Have you ever laid that over a record intro? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, 22 14. minutes after 6 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it would sound great. You know, <laughs> women can't live with them, can't live without them over like uh, Girls Got Rhythm by ACDC. Right. Here's your go-go's. Uh, <laughs> Mitch, you've read books, I assume. You've written books. So what was the last book that you have read? You know, I'm I'm like a spot reader. I read like some of one book and I put it down I pick up another book and and uh, I'm still I'm still spot reading uh, this is a very interesting book called the records truly is my middle <laughs> name and and then there's this other book that uh, everything I ever learned I learned from rock stars I interviewed so oh, you know wow well, I, I can't wait to hear what dream. publisher did those a uh, couple of couple of books that I've you know kind of uh, 
enjoyed of late. I'm also spot reading Peterick's book, uh, Eye of the Tiger, mm-hmm. too. So. Okay, that's Jim Peterick, former Ides of March and uh, Survivor uh, leader. Uh, or what about hobbies? What kind of hobbies do you have? Oh, uh, I'm I'm a gardener. I'm uh, I'm uh, I haven't played much golf this year. I love to play golf. Um, love to cook. What do you usually um, shoot golf wise? You know, I used to be a good golfer. I used to be a single single digit handicap. I could shoot in the seventies, nice. but uh, wow. uh, bad shoulder and and lack of. I mean, that was back in the days when I would play sixty or seventy rounds a summer. You know, <laughs> must be nice. Um, the good old days. Uh, but you know, I, I barely get half a dozen seven eight rounds in now, so I'm not nearly that uh, strong, or my prowess has uh, fallen off. But okay. uh, still enjoy it when I get out. You know the companionship of uh, friends and and uh, you know. The, and want to tell everybody who one of your uh, one of your constant uh, golf buddies is another person we may know. Uh, I would I would say uh, Pat Cassidy, my, probably oh. one of my dearest uh, friends in the world, who is uh, on in the morning at WBBM. Um, Pat and I have been friends for well over forty years, and uh, we played an awful lot of golf together. All right. What about TV show Guilty Pleasure? Well, I would say uh, uh, Shades of Blue. You know, I've, I've kind of become a Jennifer Lopez fan because of that show. Um, you know. Wow. Did not uh, Ray Liotta. Great show. I'm sad that it's like the last season. It's a, it's a, it's a terrific show. Uh, would you consider yourself, Mitch, a good parallel Parker? I am a spectacular Yeah. Everybody problem. says they're spectacular. No, but I'll, I'll give you. I, I probably have to reposition once every two hundred times. I do that. Really? I'm I'm in and out in like the drop of a hat. So you're you not- know these cars. These cars that have the automatic parallel parking. I wouldn't pay for that yeah. because I'm better than the, the. I'm better than the computer. <laughs> the the, the software producers they consulted you because you were such a good. <laughs> yeah right. Parking. Yeah yeah. It's, uh, it's my it's my technique on that software. <laughs> uh, Mitch, spring rolls versus egg rolls. Please compare oh, egg and rolls contrast. For yeah. Sure. yeah egg on. rolls for yeah, sure. Egg rolls for sure. I definitely agree. Uh, favorite brush with greatness story. Well, I, I was gonna I was gonna tell the the Rod Stewart story if we had time, but um, go for it. Since well, I could do that, but I, since I was thinking, since today is the 39th mm-hmm. anniversary of Disco Demolition, um, 39 years ago tonight, I uh, sp- spent some time in the broadcast booth with uh, Harry Carey and uh, Jimmy Pearsall. Oh. Uh, doing some some play by play and commentary and, and also trying to explain to them what the hell was going on with all these people. <laughs> what the hell's going on water. here, bitch? Who? You know, Jimmy's going. These aren't baseball fans. I said, Jimmy, they're sports rockers. They like sports and they like rock, and they're here for uh, you know a fun event. Okay, uh, he didn't buy it. Harry just kept kind of going. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Do you remember any of the players? This is a show about minutia. Do you remember any of the players that were uh, on the field that day for the White Sox? God, you know, I should. It seems to me that uh, it seems to me that Don Kessinger was was on the White Sox that one year. I think it was seventy nine. He was managing too, wasn't he? A player manager? Uh, he might have been. He wasn't managing that then, but I, you know, I don't know. I, okay. I, uh, I'm just trying to think. Vance Law maybe was there. <laughs> okay. 
Um, <laughs> There's some, you know, some I, good minutiae uh, for you right there. Yeah, what can I tell you? You know, One thing that nobody knows about you, Mitch. Uh, I don't know if nobody knows this, but um, I'm, I'm a reasonably traditional guy. Um, you know, uh, live Christmas trees, mm-hmm. uh, turkey and, and uh, uh, pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving, you know, red, white, and blue on uh, the 4th of July. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty traditional and I'm, I'm, uh, a doting father as well. So, and, and good for you. Yeah, and people would not expect that of you, but it is true. Yeah. And, and the last question is probably the most important. Who are your favorite publishers, Mitch? Singular. Well, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Hoffman Hoff Mifflin comes to mind right off the bat, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and there's, there's several others, you know, but there's this, uh, this uh, kind of a unique little outfit in in Chicago, uh, uh, Eckhart's Press. Yeah. That I, that go I on, go on. A soft spot for oh. they 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 uh, agreed to publish my book, and and by the way, they did a fabulous job oh, with it. Stop it! And um, I, I couldn't be happier. So my and, relationship and with them is 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 great, and and I you know I. Uh, uh, I've had other people say, you know, I'm thinking about doing a book. And I said, well, you know, when you get to the point where you're looking for somebody to whip it all together and, and put it out, you know, see these guys. They're well, right. We appreciate the fine words. And we, we love you too, buddy. And it's, we mm-hmm. couldn't be happier. And don't forget right. that Mitch's book is still available on Eckhart's Press. It's called Doing the Cruise, Eckhart's Press, E-C-K-H-A-R-T-Z Press. Dot com. And thank you very much, Mitch, for joining us. You're the very first guest. Wow. On Minutia Men on our one hundredth episode. Yeah. You're like a September call off. Wow, that's that's scary. Is that like is that like uh, having a ticket on the Titanic or what? <laughs> it could it be It could be. It could be. <laughs> you're, you're the uh Molly Brown or whatever of the Titanic. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks guys. Have a great day. See ya. You too, man. Okay, so thank you very much, Mitch Michaels. Our yeah. first celebrity Minutia He did man. great. Yes. Yes, he did. Uh, so if you'd like to hear more about your good pals, Rick and Dave, you check us out at ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com. We're also at EckhartsPress.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at Men. Uh, you can email us if you like, if you're still using the dinosaur technology. We never get any emails. No, we don't. We, we never get any emails. <laughs> you know why? It's yesterday's yes, news. Yes, exactly. Email's yesterday's news. It's like sending an A-track. But if you want to, you can still email us at minutiamenpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd like to thank our executive producer, Tony Lasano of Opie Productions. We've been distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And now we're back in the, back in the saddle, right, Dave? Uh, we are. Right. Yeah. Well, we've got a big 101 th- one episode coming up, so I think we need three or four weeks to prepare. Well, for that. Vince, we need a new we need a new <laughs> yeah. audio clip. Yeah, you think I'll mind every time? <laughs> and we'll be back again next week with another episode of Minutia Men. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? 